Welcome to Just Being Real, a Good Vibes Only podcast by your host, Julia Awur. This is a podcast that looks at offering hope and encouragement when it comes to doing life. To spread good vibes, you know, it features generally aspects of everyday life, mostly around career, parenthood, and relationships. I just want you to identify the positives in your life, face the ups and downs, and dust up and forge on when you feel. a lot of people didn't understand why why my parents <laughs> would pay school fees for a degree in fashion and design so at the end of the day it's about passion you know this confidence this you know resilience and just going after what you want or as everyone else i have had a lot of low moments but you know like losing losing someone you love you know it's one of those things that you can never really prepare for Hello everyone, I hope you're doing well and you are fine as I am. I know things have been crazy, we have the fuel prices going up. Of course, what does that mean? Everything else will be affected in terms of price, in terms of, you know, buying stuff in supermarkets, buying stuff, you know, in your mama burger, and of course, don't forget transport. But you know what? We are Kenyans. I hate saying that phrase, but I guess with time I'm getting used to it. Because I wish Kenyans would just stand up and be like, you know what? We've had enough. This is enough. But let me not go there. You know, when Julia starts or goes to that direction is a problem. (laughs) All right. Welcome back and welcome to yet another episode of Just Being Real Good Vibes Only podcast. And I'm so grateful and happy to be here. And today's episode is going to be amazing. Ooh, the woman I am hosting is phenomenal. And I hope you're going to enjoy as much as I did while recording this episode. You let me know once you're done listening. And now, if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is an awesome space talking about different things and enjoying life. It's appreciating the ups and downs in life at the end of the day. And, you know, taking setbacks as learning and not failure. We don't call them failure here. So that word is scraped off from your vocabulary from now henceforth. But if you're not new here, Thank you again for supporting me, for always being there, for the feedback, for the follows on social media and for coming up and telling me, you know what, you should talk about this or I loved your previous episode or you should even have done this like this. Like we appreciate both feedback, positive, negative, all of them because at the end of the day, they make us grow. Today, I'm not going to talk much. We need to just tune in and listen in. But again, if you want to remember, you can go back and listen to the previous episodes, which are amazing. And for you to know when we have an episode up, please make sure you follow me up on social media. That is on Facebook at Awurayako. On Instagram at Julia Award One. Okay, if you want to be part of this experience as well, please do not hesitate to tell me. All right, and who is our guest today? So our guest for today is Yvonne Ngendo, 
karaoke and she is amazing and we will be talking about coming out on the other side and life has its ups and down and this is what we basically talk about here and there are those times when you feel like things are going okay um maybe there's a dream you've always had and it's coming to a reality and you're feeling content and then boom life has its own way of doing things and it gives you all those lemons and like we say <laughs> do we give up or do we make lemonade out of these lemons so listening to Yvonne and having her here i'm so grateful for her deciding to take this bold step because she said she hasn't really talked much about went um went through um during this difficult period when she lost someone she treasured a loved one and we all have been in similar situations or have gone through other traumas so i would love for you guys to get to listen to her story and i hope you get to enjoy as i did she is just a lovely lady amazing and i love her energy so who is Yvonne before I, I go and rambling? Um, she is a brand development consultant, creative enthusiast, and lover of all things aesthetic. So Ngendo is the creative director and founder of Ngendo Karaoke Consultant. This is a creative studio that acts as a one-stop shop for a business uh, branding needs. She says, <laughs> I am a creative soul. It is an irrevocable part of who I am. Creativity is deeply embedded in me. So she says, for as long as she can remember, she had always dreamt of a career in the arts. Where others saw art as a hobby, she saw an opportunity to acquire professional training in the field. Being a Virgo or Vago, really, guys, English is gone. <laughs> Those are the stars. She's naturally practical and sensible, and she's known to be a perfectionist, an attribute that often at times works in her favor. So, Ngendo was born and has spent most of her life in Kenya, but at heart, she's a wanderlust. Travel makes uh, life all the more beautiful if I can see the world experience different cultures and different cuisines then I've gained more knowledge than all the books combined that's her mantra living in Italy really shaped the trajectory of her career she came to appreciate the power of powerful brands and the importance of cutting-edge branding Aside from running her creative studio, she consults for business day development projects as well as interior design projects. When she is not busy trailblazing in the creative field, she's an avid reader and passionate about, you know, making the world a better place, you know. Um, she has such initi initiatives that she does uh, run. And she says, I need to do all I can. Uh, you know, to ensure that my grandchildren live in a just and green world. Wow. Her three driving forces in life are faith, family, and art. And getting to listen to her story, you can totally 
be able to tell the love she carries for for her family and it's amazing but you know what i'm not going to give you more details so let's dive in and enjoy welcome back guys and yes i have my guest with me wow let me tell you internet things <laughs> but we're here <laughs> we're here <laughs> so we'll start we'll just uh, jump in uh, right away and uh, you can tell us so of course i've done a bit of an introduction before and yeah we have a very amazing woman uh, today Aww. on board <laughs> so tell us in your own words, who is Yvonne? So first of all, thank you, Julia, for hosting yeah. me. I'm really excited to be a guest on your channel. Um, so Yvonne is a brand development consultant. She's a creative enthusiast and a lover of all things uh, aesthetic. So mm -hmm. I'm the founder and creative director of Nendo Karaoke Consultants which is a creative studio that offers um, branding, you know, branding needs for businesses. So aside from that, um, I love reading. I love traveling. Mm -hmm. uh, traveling feeds my soul. I, I believe that, you know, when you travel, when you interact with people of different, you know, cultures, try out different cuisines, you really gain a lot. Um, and yeah, so uh, yeah, that's in a nutshell is who I am. Amazing. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you so much for joining in. And of course, um, um, we met with Yvonne virtually, but of course we're looking yes. into meeting further because of course, uh, I love positive mm. people and positive vibes. Yes. So Thank actually you. before even diving in, let's talk about... Um, why the creative space? How did you just come about it? <laughs> so, okay. So, <laughs> I, I actually get, you know, I get asked a lot why, you know, why I chose um, a career in the creative field. So for mm -hmm. me, it's, it, it goes back to when I was a child. Like I was one of those people, you know, those kids that, you know, you buy them. You remember the crayons that had the whole rainbow colors? Um, so yeah, that, those yeah. are the things that, you know, I think my parents from an early age saw that, you know, I had, you know, I had this, um, creative side of me and they mm -hmm. nurtured it. So it's something that I'm really passionate about. It's something that I fought hard for because, you know, in the society we live in, a lot of people, you know, I remember, especially when I was going to do my undergraduate, right? Yes. Um, a lot of people didn't understand why, <laughs> why my parents <laughs> would pay school fees for a degree in fashion and design, you know, it's, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's about passion, you know? Totally. You I agree. You know? And, and I think it's one of those things that I can, you know, I, I really thank my parents for is not being sort of those rigid, you know, traditional yeah. parents that don't get it. So, yeah, I, I think maybe, maybe when I, you know, when God created me, he just, you know, put creativity <laughs> in me. So, yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. your path. That was your path. That's, That's what, great. <laughs> It was said. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, we're from we're the from the traditional parents, 
Um, yeah. I yeah. had to do nutrition, though it's something that I never really wanted to do. Yes, but I get yeah. a, later on got myself into the creative space. So yes. I, <laughs> it happens, but so I'm you glad. Can, you, you know what I'm saying, right? You get what I'm saying. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> bringing, bringing your parents into the topic from, I think, the yeah. moment we started talking and everything, I could tell yeah. you're this confidence person. Would you say they contributed to that? your childhood yeah. upbringing and stuff did it contribute to everything ama it it just came by with time um i think i think i can you know i can i get it a lot from my parents this this confidence this you know resilience and just going after what you want um yeah. so you know like i said from from an early age my parents really you know they they nurtured us they would see you know our interests you know and they would push us you know into really just being the best version of yourself and mm-hmm. my father was you know he's a he 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 was a girl dad you know it's just me and my sister so he really uh-huh. he, never, he never really like you know how some some fathers they can be like oh girls can't do this you know you know you know that whole gender role but my dad didn't totally. have that he he pushed us you know he really was our biggest supporter you know he would like you know sort of like speak life into us so mm-hmm. I think I got that from him and and it really shaped my confidence and just that whole you know this is my life I will go after what I want and even my mom she's a lot like that you know she all through her life she goes after what she wants she mm-hmm. she you know, she's once she set her mind to something she'll mm-hmm. do it you know people will talk but she'll still do it so I think those uh, both of them combined have really mm-hmm. uh, you know made me you know this woman who's like yeah <laughs> this is Yvonne take it or leave it <laughs> yes yeah. I love that <laughs> yeah you know and I really love that and I, someone can actually tell yeah. So, oh. yeah, basically, I'm so glad. And I just want, uh, you know, coming into, yeah, just being real good vibes only podcast. It's a podcast yeah. that totally tries to tell people that, you know what, yeah. life has its shares of ups and downs. And it's yes, okay yes. to go through it all. And it shapes you yeah. in one way or another. So let me mm-hmm. ask you, what yeah. has been your lowest moment so far? Um. Okay, so I've, you know, as everyone else, I have had a lot of low moments, but I think the lowest turning point in my life was losing my father, you know, in 2018. That for me really, you know, I always, I always say there's the Yvonne of before 2018 <laughs> and there's a Yvonne of after 2018 because and I know, and, and I know you can relate to this, Julia, because we spoke about it. And I feel like, you know, in, yeah. in another life, we were, we were best friends or something. But, you know, like yeah. losing, losing someone you love, it, it shapes you. You know, it, it, it's, you know, it's one of those things that you can never really prepare for. You know, people, you can read books or watch movies and see how people, you know, um, go through grief but when it hits you it's it's you know it's different for everyone so for me I I think for me it was 
one of those things that, you know, I always say like, it was like I was living in a bubble, you know, the, the not, not the perfect, but quote unquote, the perfect family, you know, my mom and my dad and my sister. And that's what I knew for, you know, most of my life. Right. And then yeah. now this bubble has been burst. Right. And now yeah. I'm forced to, you know, to see a life without my father. Like, how does that look? You know, he was, you know, he was the pillar of our family. He was the head of this house. So how mm. does life, you know, how do we maneuver life now that dad is not there? So I think adjusting, you know, adjusting to the new normal, adjusting to having a single parent, you know, you know, all those things. And now, cause for me, we're only girls, you see? So, so yeah. it's, it's funny because things like in the house, you know, like light bulb going off or things, you know, messing up, right? Like electrical stuff. Now you're forced to like, really like know them yourself. Cause you know, before I always knew, okay, no dad, you know, this needs fixing, but now, it's hey this is us you know yeah so I think mm. for me that that was my lowest point and yeah it's it's something that really like I said before really shaped me and really it molded me to who I am today and that's why I say the Yvonne before my dad passed away and now is a totally different person you know yeah yeah because because yeah you had mentioned you know um your dad played a very major role in yeah. everything you've done and it's like you're left bare and now yes. you're you're forced to now adjust those exactly. you know my dad was there exactly. and now he's no longer there i, I exactly. totally feel you. that can be crazy yeah. i get it, yeah. it's and even i think even the fact that you know now the person because you know how um girls perceive their fathers as superheroes you know mm-hmm. as their protectors now you're bare like you're open to the world you know it's just you know you, you get what I mean so I think yes, also I that do. was it was something that also like probably made me you know <laughs> probably made me like really um be my own like protector type of thing yeah because now the one who used to protect me the one who used to shield me who used to stand up for me longer there so yeah i i I really get you it's like you're telling yourself you know what now it's like it's me and i need to figure this thing out (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i need to (laughs) do this one one way or another you know and there's no manual you have to just figure it out and that's life, basically. And yeah, yeah I'm so sorry. Life. Yeah, you know, um, I know yes. losing a parent can be heavy, and yeah. stuff. And now, yeah. um, you had talked about, of course, by the time uh, that happened, you were in a yeah. process of transitioning. Can you tell us about that? Um, you're talking about the time um for Italy, right? Yes. Yeah. So um. So the, at the time, my dad, okay, I'll just summarize that story because <laughs> it's, it's a it's long okay. one. But, <laughs> but um, the, at the time, my dad passed away. He passed away March 2018. So I had enrolled for my master's um, in Rome. And I was due to start classes March 28, 27, 28, one of them. 
And so I had flown there right, to Italy. I flew there on the 23rd with my mom and my sister. So it was one of those things they, they, they just also wanted, you know, to make sure that I settled in okay. And for them, it was also like a mini break, right? But my dad yeah. wasn't, wasn't keen on going with us. You know, I, I think, you know, looking back, it makes sense now. But then I was just like, okay, maybe he just doesn't want to travel. So yeah. we go, we went there and so basically he passed away like you know on he passed away on the 25th and we were there the, the three of us and mm-hmm. you know it was one of those things that really can can you imagine being in a foreign country and this for me was like the highlight of my life right Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know joining you know joining the school it was it was a degree that I you know I really wanted to do um this was like a high point in my life and I was really really excited so mm-hmm. imagine being in a foreign country you know you're about to now start a new life in a new country and then you get the news that the person you you love has passed away you know wow. so for me it really like, it really, it was like, I remember even when I got the news, I, I fainted. Like Julia, I fainted. I couldn't. It was too much. I, I, it was too much to fathom because for me, I was like, I, I had just spoken to him last night. Why are you telling me he's no longer here? And I remember the first thing I did was check uh, my, his WhatsApp, right? And I saw last scene at midday. And that time we got the news was around one o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. in the afternoon so for me my mind couldn't process it so I just I fainted I remember I fainted and then I just went into you know um, protection mode I, I knew that yeah. okay it hit me that now it's just me my mom and my sister and you know for a long time my dad had always told me you know if when you're the firstborn, you know you have to carry this responsibility of the family in a situation if I was not there you know he, he used mm-hmm. to like to have those conversations because even for him, he lost his, his mom at a young age and he had to take up responsibility at a young age. So for me, I knew I just had to go into protection mode. I needed to do everything to protect, you know, my family and, yeah. you know, go through this together, you know, however that, that would be, you know, then it wasn't clear of, you know, how the future would look like or what we were going to do. And I remember my mom and my sister had a return ticket, but I didn't, right? So we had to stay longer in Italy. We couldn't fly the next day. For me, I literally wanted to leave, like literally leave everything just who as I am and go to the airport and get on the next flight. But but you know, it doesn't work like that, right? So I had to wait until I got a ticket. And that was probably four or five days after it had happened so imagine you're in a foreign country you're you're told that your dad is no longer there and you know it's just I feel like it's a lot easier losing someone when you're in your home territory you know because you have your relatives you know you feel you feel that closeness to the person that has gone right Mm -hmm. but it wasn't there so Anyway, um, long story short, we were able to come back 
And I remember for me, it was, it was probably the darkest season I have been through because I lost all sense of hope. I didn't see, you know, I didn't, I didn't see past, you know, past this season. I, mm-hmm. I was just really in, in a really, really low place. So I remember even way after the funeral, I told my mom, you know what, I'm done. Like I'm done with school. If that's the reason, you know, if the reason uh, my, I was not there when my dad was passing away because I was busy chasing my dreams, I don't want it. You know, for me, I I never put, like, my family is literally everything to me. You know, I I would never put anything above them. So for me, I had that guilt of that I left my dad, Mm -hmm. you know, in, you know, in this pursuit for, you know, greater education, right? And it's something that I've really had to work on and really, you know, talk myself out of it. But at that time, I just told my mom, you know what, I want nothing to do with that. I'm done. And she, you know, she slowly would tell me like, no, everyone, just defer, just, you know, you can't like quit on yourself because that's not what your dad would want. Right. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't Mm -hmm. seeing that, you know, I mean, you know, like telling someone who's in the midst of their grief, like they they won't see what you're saying. Right. So anyway eventually I gathered the courage to now okay be like you know my dad wants would would want life to go on right would want us to you know to to do the things that we had hoped and prayed for so I just gathered the courage and and went back you know to Italy that October right 2018 Mm -hmm. but it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't all rosy. It wasn't, <laughs> I know, I know, I know like, you know, people would be like, Oh, Yvonne is, is in Italy. She must be having an amazing time. It was yeah. an amazing time, but for me, Italy is one of those things in my life. And I think <laughs> this, these are the stories I would be telling my grandchildren is that it shaped me. It like who I am today, aside from losing my father is Italy because in the midst, because Italy is such a beautiful country, it is one of those countries that, you know, I'm a creative at heart, right? I love yeah. everything art, right? So there, there as a creative, you will thrive. Everything, like the streets, the people, they're just rich in, in creativity, right? So mm-hmm. aside from it being a beautiful, and I think I was able even to... Um, you know, I was able to like, you know, in, in my deepest sorrow and in my deepest, in my, in my moments of grief, you know, those moments of, you know, those um, visiting museums and, and, you know, and walking in the streets of Rome, I think, you know, it's lessened my grief. I, I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain it, but it's like one of those things like you're lost in the beauty of a place, you know? So, yeah. but for me, it also was a trigger because I had lost my dad in Italy and here I am. And now I no longer, I don't have my mom and my sister, right? It's just me in a foreign country trying to maneuver through school, um, which was equally tasking, right? Um, And, you know, just going about, you know, my life post dad, right? So it was 
was really heavy because I used to have like intense anxiety, especially at night. I would like wouldn't even be able to sleep. And this is something I I, I haven't shared with anyone. I I really haven't shared with anyone. I think I got the courage to tell my mom, I think beginning of this year, but it's because I wanted to protect her. You know, I wanted yeah. to protect her and my sister because I knew my mom was worried about me. I knew she knew it was a difficult time for me to be there all alone. But, you know, it, it, the anxiety got really, really bad because I think when you're alone and when you're in a, in an environment that, you know, it's not really home, right? And you've just lost someone you love, the thoughts, they can cave in, the walls will cave in and you feel like you're suffocating. I remember that times I'd wake up at midnight and feel like, you know, like literally the the, the roof will fall over me. You know, that's how I used to feel. Can, um, I can imagine for because when you mentioned yeah. you had to be you being the first one you had to be strong for your family yeah so I feel like yeah. it's like you were like you know what I have to put this boning on pause exactly exactly and now you've gone back and that's now when you're trying yeah. to you know <laughs> just decompress <laughs> yeah yeah and you see like I had to also it was sort of like I was also trying to protect them by not showing mm-hmm. that I'm really going through it, you know? But I think, you know, the, the mind, you cannot control the mind. Like, it will you cave can. in eventually, you know? Totally. And, uh, yeah, and mine caved in in Italy. And, you know, I, I would, obviously, it, it mostly used to happen at night. But in the morning, like, literally, I'd wake up, <laughs> wear my clothes, put on that makeup, and you probably wouldn't know. And I think that's yeah. why I always, they like whoever you meet in the streets just be kind because you literally don't know what people are going through you know? totally yeah. Ooh, so I, I can imagine <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm yeah. glad you overcame it because you know those are the times where someone actually if you really don't lose. know how to be strong yeah. you lose it and totally it's, and it's really easy you know it's because the lines can be blurred you know it's it's really easy to lose your mind Totally. Yeah. That's crazy. Because yeah. I don't know when 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 we spoke about even what happened and stuff, of course yeah. I told you it, it brings the memory of what I went through. And I yeah. feel like yeah. it's kind of the same thing because for me, my dad passed on when he was like um in yeah. our you know, hometown and he was yes. alone. Yeah, yeah, and he was just found so, and you so always feel like similar. you yes. Yeah, yeah, you always you were for human beings, we always want to feel like we want to see it coming so that we say our yeah. goodbyes in exactly. a way or we exactly. get ourselves ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever, I know no whatever. one is ever ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one gets ready to lose a parent or to lose a loved one, but you always want yeah. to know, you know what? Yeah. Uh, I need to, you know, be there. I need, so I I need understand. to understand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and for me, I always used to hate myself because I was like, why why couldn't it have stayed why even to hold his hand you know that thing dying alone like it it ate me up julia it ate me up because i was like that like giving up like leaving your father because i know it wasn't leaving because i obviously had no clue but in my mind it was like i was leaving him 
to pursue yeah. this dream and it, it like with my with my masters in in Italy it was a love and hate relationship i loved it but i also hated it because yeah. you know you know i felt like i had left my father so i i totally understand and i'm glad that you understand you know and yeah i'm glad you understand yeah but you know what yeah. we're going to make them proud and Definitely. we still hope you know um yes. that their souls may rest in peace so yeah yes we yeah. love them yeah yeah we love them and we love them yeah <laughs> totally totally yeah <laughs> um so basically now you talked about your experience now um in yeah. italy and you know you have this love and hate relationship how did you overcome it did you think of therapy did you you know did you talk to people yeah. or later on what did you how did you go about it so okay i like i i mentioned to you before i spoke to a lady right so mm. she she's um she's a therapist right but it yeah. wasn't one of those like i i went into <laughs> into details as to what i was going through i think i kept it really vague it's not that i you know i, I knew i had a problem and i knew i needed to deal with it i just you know i just I don't know. For me as a person, right? I'm one yeah. of those people if I have a problem, I'll solve it myself. You know, I'm very self-reliant. I yeah. don't unless it's like something I can I cannot handle, I you know, I I tend to always just deal with it myself and especially if it's mm-hmm. something so personal. I don't want to I feel like I'm you know, I'm burdening someone else and they could be going through something of their own, right? So yeah, with yeah. with the lady I really didn't tell her like you know what exactly was going on I just told her you know I'm I'm finding myself really um missing dad and really not being able to understand why it happened right mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. for me I just you know in cuz this this at the time when my anxiety was really bad was around um November December nearing to christmas 2018 and it had started getting really cold in italy so you couldn't obviously leave the house that much and the 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 nights are longer than the days right so mm-hmm. by 5:36 it's already dark right so th- there's also this thing about winter it sparks up some really like really like down <laughs> mood like i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know but mm-hmm. it's sort of psychological you know um so i think all those all those factors i just you know i was finding myself at home a lot of the time right because um my i was staying with um two of my flatmates and they were really busy with school so i just you know i just you know i just i was like you know what god this is what i'm dealing with I, at this point in time there's no one i can really turn to but i know yeah. that you can see the depths of my heart that are hurting that someone else cannot you know and i i slowly just you know used to just like in, in between crying myself to sleep i you know pray and just you know listen like for me i don't know julie if you know him steven fatic pastor steven yeah. fatic he got mm-hmm. me through that time 
his preachings, I would put them on replay and it was like he was speaking to, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever got to <laughs> listen to a preaching and it's like, it was targeted for you. That's, so, yeah. that's really how I felt. And slowly it just, you know, it kept getting less and less and less. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the anxiety started going down and, you know, I just, all I can say, it's, 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 my faith god got me to the other side and probably even you know my father intervening for me got me to that yeah i i felt as though these because the people i would tell was my mom and my sister but here i am trying to protect them you know so yeah and they're also going through their own grief so i just truly for me it was it was god that got me through Wow, I can I can imagine, but yeah, you say healing as much as maybe you did not like divulge mm-hmm. much into the lady we're talking about. Yeah, I believe always healing st- begins from speaking out. That exactly. little step really helps. Yeah, yeah. a lot. I, I was also the kind of person who I've always been. I take care of my. Yeah own shit <laughs> yes <laughs> you know yeah yeah i totally I think, get you yeah yeah life made me that but yeah with time i've come to appreciate you know what you yeah. should have that safe space if it's one person you can talk to please yes. do at the end yeah. of the day so i'm glad it, you got over it yeah yeah yes. yeah and and i'm also happy that you also made it out on the other side and that we're here you know I know. And you see, the yeah. reason was why I even uh, decided to start the podcast. The podcast was supposed to be like my safe space, talk about my experience, yeah. share with people and, you know, let them know yeah. it's okay. If you're dealing with this, yeah. it's fine. We all go through it. And if yeah. we, we were given a chance to listen to everyone's story out here, maybe we'll be like, yes. what? why am I even complaining? <laughs> I know and I and I think that that's also another thing that would like hit me um here mm-hmm. and there is that there's someone going through way worse than I am you know I know yeah and they probably even are like in a much much lower place you know than I yeah. am so yeah it's always yeah <laughs> it's good I know. to also remember that it's not just you going through it totally and of yeah. course now this being my safe space, I was like, ah, I cannot just giving, yeah. be giving my stories. Let me invite other <laughs> yeah. people, you know, so that actually yeah. people can see, yeah, you know, the other people, people who went through yes. this and they overcame yeah. it. Because for me, yeah. I look at the part of I've gone through it and I'm good. Yeah. I'm okay. Yes. It was tough, exactly. but I'm here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All and right. It out, you know? I know. Yeah. I would but want any, everyone else to. To make, yeah, yeah. Totally. So, yeah, thank you so much. All right, guys, let's take a break for a minute and then, yeah, we'll be right back. So, don't go away. We are back, and yeah, so, Ivorin, again, um, I think my question will be how long did it take you? for your studies like back in Italy um so I was in Italy for eight months uh I couldn't make it through that not I couldn't but I just didn't see a point of me staying longer once my Mm -hmm. classes were done 
So I just opted to come back home and finish off my thesis um, right here so that I can, you know, be at home, be around the people that I love so that, you know, even to help in my healing journey. So mm-hmm. I was literally there for eight months, eight, eight beautiful months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And then now you were back and I'm like, you know what? You know, the people yeah. who are, I see people saying, you know what? I want to run mm. away from Kenya. Like things can be tied. <laughs> what made you? Like, <laughs> you're not like, you know what? Let me stay far from Kenya for a while. <laughs> You know, a lot of people, like even my friends would ask me, like, why do you want to come back? What is your problem? Yeah. (laughs) What is, what is your problem? Like, what are you missing at home? But for me, Mm -hmm. like I said, aside from the whole healing journey, it's something I needed to do for my own mental health. Right. For me, living outside Kenya is like, I, like I said before, I am open for anything you know i i love the world i feel like there's so much to learn outside our country our country is beautiful and it will always be home that's one thing that i always tell myself right i can go explore go try out different places but i know in the end home is where i need to be so for me like when before uh, dad passed away i was set on you know going to do my master's and then, you know, starting a life there. Right. And I was, I was okay with that. You know, I had, had not seen a future, you know, a future in Kenya, but outside Kenya. So I think that shifted when I lost my dad and I realized, Mm -hmm. you know what, it's that thing for being the firstborn and realizing you do have other responsibilities than just your needs, you know, you know what I mean? So for mm. me, it was one of those things I just had to, um, you know, I, I, I was, um, I just had to like, sort of not, I don't want to say had to come back home, but it was, I needed to do it more so for myself and for my yeah. own peace of mind. So yeah, that's why I, I came back. I, I, I even told myself, even if I come for a year, max, mm-hmm. max, and then, you know, see what other prospects are out there. That that was my initial plan. But, you know, COVID hit and here we are today, you know. I yeah. know. <laughs> and now yeah. here you are, you came back and yeah. <laughs> you're building something amazing. So yes. how has the experience been like, you know, if you meet people out here, they will tell you, huh, um, starting a business in Kenya can be hard. Yeah. <laughs> very, so how, very. How, what's your experience? For me, let me, okay, let me just give a brief story of why, as to why I started my business. Um, so like I told you, I came, I came back from Italy and it was one of those things I knew I had a niche degree. This is not to brag, but <laughs> um, I, I knew I had a niche degree and I had so much to offer based off, yeah. you know, the things I'd learned in Italy, my skill set and all that. So I was, you know, even when I was making the decision to come back home, I knew that I would get a job. That, that was me. For me, I'm yeah. always those optimistic people. I always see the good in every situation. 
I never want to dwell on the on the negative, you know. So the naive, <laughs> the naive uh, me believed that you know what I come back home, I might take some time, but I will definitely get something, you know. So mm-hmm. that wasn't the case, you know. I mean, this is <laughs> shock Kenya. on you, <laughs> shock on me. This is Kenya, you know. People are so educated, you know. Uh, I was I was telling a friend the other day about how I met an Uber driver, right? And this yeah. guy, he did something like, is he a statistician or something like that? But he couldn't find a job. So he wow. had to like, you know, brainstorm on, okay, how do I make an income? Because my degree is in getting me a job, you know? And that's mm. the reality of the country we live in. You know, it's, it's sad. really sad. You know, it's really, really sad because there are a lot of, talented and educated people who are at home right now you know so mm-hmm. for me it was one of those it it hit me it hit me and I was like you know I, I I found myself asking like okay did I do the wrong thing what was the point of studying you know okay should I probably go back and do something that's you know quote unquote lucrative you know mm-hmm. but I was mm-hmm. like no you know I did this for a reason I did it because I'm passionate about it. And even aside from being passionate, I know I can really give back to this country and give back to society. So mm-hmm. I, I even stopped having those, you know, like self-pity parties. I was just like, this is a situation I'm in. How mm-hmm. can I, you know, how can I turn things around? And I think the one thing that I... That it's about I, adjusting. Yes, it's about adjusting. It's about like realizing, okay, this is my reality. What do I do with my reality? Because sitting and crying about it won't yield any results, you know? So for me, I knew the the good thing about Italy, I had done during my master's degree, I had done a lot of case studies on, you know, on luxury brands and, you know, and cutting edge, edge brands, right? So mm-hmm. even like studying all that and knowing, okay, this is why, you know, um, let's say Gucci is competing, um, you know, in, 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 in the top luxury world, you know, and understanding the in and outs of, of branding and, you know, creating really strong and cutting edge brands. So I, I sat down and I was like, I looked around my, you know, I, I looked around my surroundings and in, in, in this country, I'm like, people have brilliant ideas. People have, you know, very good business ideas. But when it comes to, to the branding of that business, it's not really there. You know, you, yeah. you find like a million hardware stores, right? <laughs> Probably yes. in one... <laughs> one entire road right there's there's a hardware store but what is making your brand a niche what is making your brand stand out you know mm-hmm. um and i think that's when now um my creative studio was came to my head i was like this is something i can do this is something this is how i can give back to my society and really help people grow memorable brands so that in short was my transition so it was hard in the beginning but in the end my creative studio came out of it so wow it, 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 it's a win-win <laughs> that's amazing because i know i know yeah. um 
with the kind of society we have, when people yeah. uh, know that you're coming from abroad, they think, you know, yeah. this one has a yeah. silver spoon in her mouth. Exactly. She'll exactly. come here and everything will be okay and rosy. <laughs> we'll be okay. And of course, <laughs> and of course and like, I was even case. telling... I know. I was yeah. even telling you, like, if someone goes through your page, they'll be like, "Oh, she's got this thing figured out. She's doing fine. She's, you know." know. Let them know, please. Tell them. Tell them. <laughs> it's all. And it really is not that. Like, and and I think we we, to- we were talking about it, Julia, over the weekend of the things you see on social media. It it mm-hmm. really the reality is not the way it seems. You know, mm-hmm. like behind mm-hmm. that there is. Someone who is toiling, someone who's waking up at 4 a.m., you know, someone who's, know. who's gone through depression, you know, who's gone through so many hardships. It's, it really is, isn't what it, you know, appears to be. So, yeah. yeah. They say, Kwa, kwa ground, vituni tofauti. Vituni tofauti, kabisa. But I'm glad, but I'm glad you are not like, yeah. you know what? I'm running away from this. This is too yeah, much. No. I'm not going to deal with this. <laughs> You embraced it. You adjusted. Yeah. I yeah. know, and that's that's uh, that's okay. And I, I wish everyone would be like that. You know, yeah. you realize. You know, this is life. You know, how many of us go to campus and you're always figuring yeah. out that I will be done with campus. I'll get yeah. a job, get yeah. married, yeah. get kids, and then it doesn't work out like that. <laughs> you're 35. <laughs> you're 35. You're still struggling. <laughs> You have no husband, you have no kids. (laughs) Or you even a single parent. (laughs) I know, I know. And like life, why do you have to do this to us? (laughs) And I think that the one thing I think with with time I've come to realize, Mm -hmm. set your own path. Don't compare yourself with you know, societal standards or what your friends are doing. Fine, by thank you for bringing that out. You yeah, know, so what? Uh, so what? Fine, I don't have my things figured out. So what? This is my mm-hmm. journey, you know. And uh, I mean, no one really, even that person, uh, that friend of yours or whoever, right, is mm-hmm. uh, happens to be married, has that good job. But if you really dive deep, they're not, yes. you know, they, they also have things they're struggling with. So I think yes. it's focus on your own journey. Totally. And that's why, again, I say it. If I wish people knew what people are going through, they would totally yeah. understand. Yeah. It's only that we're exactly. putting on a bright or, uh, you know, a face and just uh, trying yeah. to, you know, act like everything is okay. Yeah. Wearing a mask. But yeah. yeah. Hmm. Cheers to unconventional <laughs> living and breaking the norm and the standards. I know. And living for you, you know, and living, living for your you. truth. Just be you. you know? I know. Just be yeah. you. There's no That's other very Julia important. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no other Yvonne, you know. So Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's very important. And you know what? COVID taught yeah. us that. That things can exactly. be disrupted at any time. Exactly. We exactly. thought there were careers that were untouchable. Mm-hmm. What yeah. happened? Yeah. People were what laid happened? off, you know. I know. People, people lost loved ones. I think that's the one thing with COVID. It taught us, hey, like, they, you're li- you know. Able to tell us, <laughs> tell us, what has you been your lessons when it comes to COVID? Hey. Tell I think for me, like, I have... I have one of my really, someone that's really close to me um, was really, really affected by COVID. 
And it's something that even to this day, it, it pains my heart, you know, because she's someone that's really near and dear to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it gave me that reality that, you know, when I was speaking about when my dad passed away, that, that bubble was bust. It's mm-hmm. the same thing that happened during COVID. That bubble was bust again. It's like, you know, one of those things you think, you think that this, you know, life can just go on as it is, you know, you take certain things for granted, you know, there was that period in 2020 when you couldn't even see, you know, your loved ones for for months Mm -hmm. on end, right? Simple things Mm -hmm. like that, things like greeting people, hugging people, it, it was no longer the norm. And I think for me, it, it was also a reality check in a lot of ways. It was a a thing of, you know, reminding you that, Hey, this, this life is short. This tomorrow isn't guaranteed, you know, and live for now, live for now. And whatever you're doing, do it, do it passionately and live life unapologetically because I know so many people, including that close friend of mine, whose life was changed for forever, you know, so COVID, it hit like an earthquake oh, hits I a village, know. you know? <laughs> I still yeah. hate COVID. I, I really hate COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much because I'm just like, and, and to be honest, I never thought we'd be here. Like it would last this long, you know? I know. I really never thought. So yeah. it's, but we have to adjust it, at the end of the day. We have to adjust. And I think mm-hmm. it also, the positive is that it has taught us and me to appreciate life all the more and, Touching. you know, live for today. Live for today because tomorrow isn't guaranteed. And when it comes to, do you feel like yeah. there was a shift? But you see, you started your business at the, it's like at the height of it all, yeah. right? Yeah, the height. In the middle of it. <laughs> You just decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. (laughs) I I love that. It was one of those things like, hey, you know, I've been sitting on this for a a while now. Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't know about tomorrow. I might as well start. Like, I have nothing to lose. That that was my thinking. So, yeah, I started mine mid-pandemic. And, you know, I think it was one of the, it's one of the highlights of, of, covid for sure for me i know and i think it's good it's good to always look back and be like you know what as much as yeah. you covid came to mess me up i did <laughs> yes, this yeah yes i did <laughs> this amazing. I, I i made lemonade out of lemons out of it you yes know? <laughs> oh totally so yeah actually and uh talking about that there's of course uh, there was a bit of um the lessons you've yeah. learned about life and setback yeah is there anything yes. you can say about that? And you know, this you can be like key to surviving life. And you can t- yeah. talk to anyone out there who is sitting back yeah. um, on yeah. on maybe a, a dream they have and they're procrastinating. They're trying yes. to kind of tell themselves, oh, I'm waiting to get to this point or I'm yeah. waiting for yeah. COVID to end. What can you yes. tell them? I, okay, let's start with um, the person you're sitting on you know, on your dream, on your passion, mm-hmm. waiting mm-hmm. for the right moment. But the truth of the matter is there is no right time. There will never be a time 
you know, because for a long time, I used to tell myself, okay, but I don't really have the finances to do this business, to invest in this business. I don't really like, you know how you think of an office space or, you know, I don't have personnel. It's just me, right? But there's no right time. You can never Mm. be prepared. It's like anything in life. You can never be prepared. There are those people who, you know, they're probably you know, want to, want to jump the next step, but they're looking at their finances. They're like, we can't really start a family. You know, there's never I know. a right time. Yeah. You know? yeah, in true. anything in life, if, it's, if you want to enroll for that course or do your master's or your PhD, there's never a right time. The time is now because, you know, like what we said before, Juliet, tomorrow isn't guaranteed. You know, That's you true. don't know whether... You don't you know... know. Yeah, you know, and you, you've yeah. brought out a very important point because wh- yeah. every time you keep saying, if, when, whenever I get ready is when I'll do this, I'm yes. just laughing because for me, I remember when I had my job, okay, I lost yeah. my job back in 2019 and I kept yeah. telling myself, I'll do this and this. And then all of a sudden, yeah. boom, I've lost a job. All of a sudden, yeah. boom, COVID. How do yeah. you explain that? So when you keep waiting, things will keep happening and we eat into all (laughs) this money you're trying to say I'll get. (laughs) Exactly. And you can never not, you can never have enough money. I'm pretty sure even Jeff Bezos, he probably sits and he's like, he doesn't have enough money, you know? I know. Like, so the time is now because, you know, the one thing I've come to, to know about life, and this is something I saw when I lost my dad, you know, he left such a huge legacy, you know, and for me, I, I knew that is something I I wanted to leave behind as well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, your legacy is in the things you create in your passions, you know, when you pursue that dream, those, those are the legacies you create for generations to come. So for me, I know I have to, you know, I have to do that. So even for you, you, you feel like you're not ready like remember that you want to leave a legacy for your children and your children's children you know so totally close your eyes and just you know what just that business plan or go pay diary do it now (laughs) i totally (laughs) oh my goodness yeah Yeah, i thank you for that Thank you yes. for that. And guys, don't you just love her? Don't you just love her? She is amazing. So, what more do you have in store for Raz? Like, tell us. Eh? So, <laughs> so, um, just stay tuned. Stay tuned. I have stay a tuned. lot of fans, especially mm-hmm. for um, Miendo Karaoke Consultants. That's the name of my creative studio. I have a yeah. lot of, um, you know, I have a lot of ideas for it. And I know, like, for me, I know I trust in timing and mm. I know everything works out eventually. So I know I, I can feel it. The ideas are there. It's just a matter yeah. of executing them. So I hope you stay tuned. <laughs> and They will. Yeah, they will trust me. Amazing <laughs> things are in store for sure. <laughs> That's amazing. Ah, yeah. Let's keep in waiting. We will talk. We will talk and keep talking. <laughs> she Please does do. really amazing stuff. 
Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, you are amazing. So, and a question. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> what would it Given be? a chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If, if, if I was a superhero, right? I would, mm-hmm. one of the superpowers I'd have is love. Why I say love is because I feel that that's the ingredient that will solve a lot of the, you know, issues we have in this world. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm so like passionate about, you know, creating a just world for my children and for generations to come. So, yeah. and you know, the, the times, the times we live in, I mean, it is just disgusting when you open the news and you watch the things that are going on, like love is what will save this world. And if I could have that, I would, I, I would give it in plenty. And you know, know. just heal a lot of even broken people. They need, you know, so yeah, love would would be my superhero. My what? super, my superpower. Yes, super <laughs> yes, That's amazing. Yeah. And you know, talking about that, yeah. Now there was a case of, mm-hmm. um, we had on Twitter, yes, yesterday and today. What was trending is yeah. is it? And actually, I was in a Twitter Twitter space talking about it. Is it yes. okay to leak yeah. someone's DMs? Let's. Let let me just bring it back because of course it's trending now. So yeah. Terry and Chebet decided to yeah. leak a conversation they had with this um guy, young man, who yeah. eventually at some point decided to ask him for a job. And yes. uh of course he sent uh she sent her sorry, she sent the guy um yeah. her email and uh, mm-hmm. she sent her his credentials and then yeah. She decided to go back and look at their conversation. And this guy was uh-huh. trying to like, you know, the, the, the hi, hello, yes. I like yeah. you, your lips. Sliding in the DM. <laughs> Sliding in the DMs. And she decided to disqualify the guy because of that and leaked yeah. the conversation on Twitter. What do you think about that? And talking about love and yeah. showing empathy, putting yourself yeah. in this guy's situation. Yes. You, you know, the thing about, I, I honestly, I feel as though that situation is very unnecessary, right? Mm-hmm. One, why I say that is because, I mean, she could have kept it to herself between them both. Like the world doesn't need to know because I feel as though the reason why, and it, it goes back to what I said about, you know, when you meet people in the street or even online, right? you never mm-hmm. truly know what they're going through. Like someone could be at that point where, you know, you being kind versus them, not you uh, versus you not being kind can make them, you know, go over the edge. You yeah. Know? So I think it's, it's unnecessary and it's uncalled for. I don't know why she did it. And, but she could have honestly just had a conversation with him. With like, the okay, you know, Yeah guy maybe find out okay is he using this to lure me in or is he legit at a point of desperation that he needs a job you know what i mean so 
Yeah. The world doesn't need to know because there are a lot of idle people online. You know, like <laughs> people like it's for me. It's it, it's that thing you said. She should have had empathy because I maybe know. this guy at a low point. And you see, we live at a time where COVID has made a lot of people lose their jobs. You know, True. people are hungry. Like the economy is really bad. Like people are barely surviving, you know, and he probably reached out to you because you're a person of influence and, you know, you could... They thought you were a safe space. Exactly, exactly. And then you use it. It's like you use it against him, you know? And and I'm thinking we are always on on different head spaces at some point. And of course, she leaked a conversation that happened a long time ago. So you can imagine maybe at that time, the guy was he just was, a young yeah. guy who was just exactly. having a crash on you know <laughs> it's like because this like was a tv me. personality <laughs> i know it's like it's like me dming who it just uh, like you know like i don't know dming a famous person you know and you're mm-hmm. young and, and stupid you probably it's just an innocent crush i but, know you know like i don't think she should have used it against him Totally. For me, I that was bad. I felt, I felt, I actually felt for that guy, and I hope he's okay. Yeah. And I hope someone yeah, reaches out okay. because yeah. it would even push him deeper if at all he was genuine. That is because yes. I know this social yeah. media spaces, you just never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> actually never know. But mm. if at all he was desperate, and maybe imagine if he was going through depression, mm. you know, it's going to make him even. You know, it's going to be even a, worse. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so, All right. Ugh, crazy, <laughs> crazy world yeah. we're in. But I thank know. you so much. I feel like we have a lot, and we would talk and talk. But yes, you know what, guys? Then- <laughs> Tell us, would this should this be the last time we have her? Should we bring her back? <laughs> be honest, guys. <laughs> Yeah, be honest. Yeah. <laughs> that was so amazing. Totally, totally amazing. So, yeah. of course, people have listened to you and they want to know how do they reach out. So, tell us yes. where they can get to, you know, stalk okay. and see what you are to. me. <laughs> <laughs> so, for my personal um, Instagram, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, on Instagram, it's Nyendo Karaoke. Um, and on Facebook, it's Yvonne Karaoke. And for my creative um, studio, we're on Twitter, on Facebook and Instagram, um, at Nendo Karaoke Consultants. And you can shoot me an email, um, karaokeyvonne91 at gmail.com. Or you can even, you know, you could be a potential client. We'd love to hear from you. Um, send us an email via Nendo Karaoke Consultants at gmail.com. We'd, I'd love to hear from you. Amazing. And of course, guys, yes. we're going to share all those details on the show notes. So, of course, yes. you can slide into the DM. <laughs> In be into careful. the DM. Again. <laughs> be careful. You don't want to spoil it. <laughs> Oh, or leaking <laughs> leaking dms no yeah do, we, we, no we don't want to leak your dms so no. <laughs> please <laughs> oh 
maintain it professional. <laughs> but maybe she can even tell us, is she single? Maybe we can slide, you know, you never know. There might be potential. <laughs> DM me to find out. <laughs> you see, she's given you the chance. So in case one day she leaks your DM, come back here and say, you know what? You can, you can, you can, <laughs> yeah, she said it. Oh, you can, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so that was amazing. So of course, yeah, we're going to share. And of course, if you're a brand, I'm personally a brand. Yes. I'm trying to create a brand. So I'm going to talk to her nicely. I'm going to of slide course. into a DM after this. Of so, course, Julia. Yeah. <laughs> but but thank you so much for having no, me no. for the conversation and for this was amazing this. yes yeah. it was amazing i feel so much lighter you know and i feel i know i feel grateful to be a part of this of your positive energy and what you're trying to do i really really appreciate it oh, thank you so <laughs> much for also accepting to be part of this and yeah it's been fun and yeah i think it's going to be the longest episode ever but you know what we don't care we don't (laughs) care i know you're going to listen to it yeah you're going to listen to it to the end because it's us it was awesome and nice yeah (laughs) and we had fun we had and we had fun that's that's the essence that's the essence at the end of the day all right thank you so much and yeah we'll yeah We've come to the Thank end of this, so sadly. <laughs> sadly, we have to go. <laughs> I know. Like, adios. <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> Salud. <laughs> All right. Bye, people. Wow, wow, wow. Tell me you did not just like her. Oh, my goodness. She was amazing. I loved recording this episode because it was really really deep and awesome and i loved someone with energy and positivity and that's what just matters so (laughs) you met yvonne and she was sharing her story and how she just got past trauma and everything and just getting you know on the other side stronger and better and she just went through the you know what this life has no standard. We, most of the time, always think, you know what, there's this uh, laid out plan for me. I have to be born. I have to be raised. I have to go to school, get done, get a job, um, get married, get babies, and then what? Yeah. But with COVID and a lot of things and just life, we realize, you know what, there is more to it. There is really more to it. And once you appreciate that, then it is so easy to adjust. COVID came through and we really never even thought about it. We thought it was just a passing cloud. But look at us. How many years later? Almost two years and we still have it. And we've learned to adjust. And yeah, so always just thrive into giving the best, being yourself and enjoying love, life as much as you can. I was almost saying love as much as you can and live a day at a time you know because we realize this life is too short um you know to be miserable and talking about Yvonne I just love her love for the family and yeah the things you just listen to her and it's amazing so guys 
Mm-hmm. Look her up on her social media pages. Yeah, she gave you permission to slide into the DM. So <laughs> you have the leeway. So the ball is in your court, and it depends on what you want to do. Build yourself, build a career. Reach her out. You know, tell her what help you would need in your life and in your businesses. So I'm grateful I can talk much because we've done such a long episode and I don't want you getting tired, but I'm sure you enjoyed this as I did. And until next time, thank you so much and 